Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Iceberg to Go, your daily dose of Pittsburgh Penguins news and analysis. You can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from. Kyle Dubas is in his first season as the president of Hockey Ops and general manager of the Pittsburgh Penguins. And in those first couple of months of his tenure here, he erased many of Ron Hextall's mistakes before the season even began. Jeff Petrie was sent packing. Jan Ruda out the door. Mikhail Granlund gone, just to name a few. But the one singular immovable mistake remained on the roster and is still on the roster today. And that is Jeff Carter. I earned the season with some hope that Jeff Carter would play better and perform better this season than he did last season for a couple of reasons. One, he was an absolute anchor for 85% of the season. I think I'm still sugarcoating that a bit, but at least 85% of the season, he was just a complete boat anchor for the Pittsburgh Penguins. So I figured there's only one way to go from here, and that is up. You cannot perform worse than you saw Jeff Carter throughout most of last season. So I thought, okay, there's a sign that maybe he'll be a little bit better this year for the Penguins. Secondly, they had finally admitted that he can no longer perform as a third-line center. They went out and they got Lars Eller, whose performance requires an entirely different episode, and they bumped Jeff Carter not just down to the fourth line, but out of the center ice position entirely. They made him a right winger, which people had been clamoring for for a long time. So between how poor he performed last year and the reduced role, I expected him to be a little bit better. And you see them trying to implement that still six games into the season because other than Jansen Harkins, who has already been waived and sent down to the AHL, Carter has the lowest average ice time on the Pittsburgh Penguins at 11 minutes and 8 seconds per game. He does not play very much on the penalty kill. He is on the second power play unit, which I still think is a little too elevated of a role for him, but I understand it because you're going to rely on a guy like Lars Eller to win faceoffs on the penalty kill, and to eat up a bulk of that time, you need somebody to take faceoffs on the second power play unit. Fine. But they're still deploying him in the way that you would 
have to deploy him thinking when you entered this season. And still, he looks worse than he did last season. Somehow, he looks unequivocally worse than he did last season. For one, Jeff Carter could definitely be, and there's maybe an argument to be made. I don't know who else it would be, but Jeff Carter could definitely be one of, if not the slowest players in the National Hockey League this season, in a sport that is increasingly getting faster, Jeff Carter is a relic. He's a step behind the play on most occasions, and it's not difficult for opposing teams and opposing players to get the puck off of him because he's moving at a snail's pace. They can catch up to him easily, and his puck Protection skills, I guess that's what you want to call it. That was one of the things that Mike Sullivan continued to say was good is he could protect the puck and he can win faceoffs. Well, he's 50% from the faceoff dot. Eh, okay. He hasn't taken as many, I guess. But his puck protection is not there either. It feels like Carter kills any momentum that the fourth line could potentially ever build. Either he's not getting to a puck in time, he's a step behind where Matt Nieto and Nolachari expect him to be whenever they're trying to read the play. Or, when he has the puck, he just loses it easily to a four-checking defender. He loses control of the puck extremely easily in the neutral zone. Now, he has gotten a few chances through the first six games. A couple of grade-A opportunities, one in which... It looked like he was shot out of a cannon. I I couldn't believe my eyes when I saw it. It was 77 going straight down the gut of the offensive zone. The problem is he missed the net. And he's missed the net on a lot of these opportunities. And if he hasn't missed the net, the shot that he's put on has not been very threatening for the opposing goaltender. That was supposed to be the bright side of Jeff Carter. You know he can't move very much. You know he can't really handle the minutes of a third-line center. You know he can't really handle the minutes of a of a penalty kill and power play guy for the Pittsburgh Penguins. But you know what he can do when he gets into position? He can finish. He still has that shot. The shot hasn't gone away. Well, through six games, it's not like he hasn't had his opportunities. He's had a handful of opportunities, and he has not converted on any of them. He's not providing enough output, point blank, to warrant keeping him in the lineup. The problem is, where can you put him? What can you do to minimize the limited effect? Again, limited's doing a lot of lifting in that sentence, but the limited effect of Jeff Carter, or the negative effect of Jeff Carter. You can't do very much. As most of you know, he can't be traded, unless he wants out, which he has not, Made it seem like he wants out at all, so he can't be traded. He can't be sent down to the minors because of that no-move clause, not to mention the fact that it's a 35-plus-year-old contract and they'd have to eat the entire salary cap anyways. The only thing that the Pittsburgh Penguins can do is put him in the press box. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. 
We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. And yeah, that's a tough pill to swallow if you're the Pittsburgh Penguins. That's a tough pill to swallow if you're Kyle Dubas trying to manage this team somehow and trying to manage this contract on this team somehow. Because you're burning a roster spot. They already aren't able to use the full 23 roster spots because of where they're at with the salary cap. Do you really want to burn another one for Jeff Carter to drink Bud Light Platinums and eat nachos? It might be your only option at this point. Not to mention, burning the roster spot. You're also burning $3.1 million in salary cap space. That's not what you want. Like You can't do that, but you have to. Because at this point, he's doing more harm than good on the ice. You may have an opportunity here. Not sure what's going to happen with the John Ludwig injury. He's being looked at for a concussion. He didn't practice today for the Pittsburgh Penguins, and obviously our thoughts go out to him and hope for a speedy recovery and hope for everything to come out positive on the other side of that. Concussions are very difficult to judge when it comes to timetables, so they might have an opportunity here if John Ludwig ends up going on the injured list. If John Ludwig ends up going on LTIR because it opens a roster spot and it opens up enough salary cap space that you can call up a forward from the AHL. And even if Ludwig doesn't go on LTIR, even if Ludwig has that concussion and he just needs a week or two down and you're not going to plan on putting him on the injured reserve, you need to open that roster spot regardless. The Penguins are trying to figure out their third-pairing defense. P.O. Joseph benched on Saturday. Ryan Shea makes his debut. Chad Ruedel benched on Tuesday. John Ludwig makes his NHL debut. They don't know what combination of those four defensemen to use. But you have to figure it out. Because if you want the luxury of cycling through four defensemen on your third pairing... The alternative and the cause and effect of that is you have Jeff Carter on your fourth line. I know Mike Sullivan likes Jeff Carter. I know there's a respect element that has to be taken into account here with Jeff Carter. He's 38 years old. Some say he could have close to a Hall of Fame career. I don't see it personally. and I think he's doing harm to that resume as we speak. But you need to open up a roster spot, send down a defenseman, run three guys on that third pairing. If Ludwig comes back and you like what you see from him, I thought he looked pretty decent throughout his debut before he had to leave, unfortunately. Run three guys. Try to figure it out. Send the fourth down and call up one of, I don't know, Vinny Henestrosa would give you a lot more in that role. Colin White would give you a lot more in that role. You need to give these guys a shot. And it can't be... You know, they don't get one because of Jeff Carter. Because not only is he hurting the team all around him on the ice, you're hurting yourself for the future because you can't realistically judge the performance of Nolachari, who's on a three-year contract here, or Matt Nieto when they're lined up with him. There's no way that those three can create a flow because Matt Nieto plays 
much quicker than Jeff Carter plays. Nolachari might not be that much faster than Jeff Carter, but he's certainly faster. And you can tell that these guys are trying to set him up, are trying to create out there. And every time the puck gets to Jeff Carter, it stops. The momentum, the possession, it all stops. I'm not saying anything that a lot of the people listening to this don't already know. And some of the people listening to this might be thanking me for finally talking about it. Because, to be completely honest, there was no expectation for Jeff Carter to come out and score 20 goals this season. The expectation was, maybe he'll be a little better, and maybe he won't actively hurt the Penguins' chances at winning hockey games. But that's exactly what he's doing through six games. He's a liability on the ice, and he's a boat anchor once again for the Pittsburgh Penguins. One that they unfortunately are going to have to find a way to carry for the rest of the season. We'll see what happens with it, but it's not looking good for the 38-year-old that is likely in the last year of his long career. That's going to do it for this episode of Iceberg to Go. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember, you can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins, or you can find us anywhere you get your podcast from. We'll see you guys next time.